0: Hey, this is Coach Carlene from Thin Brain Training. Glad to see you're back listening to more of my podcast. So today we are going to talk about that big, huge lie, perfection. Oh my goodness. We have used the idea of needing to be perfect as a way to get out of so many things in life. Oh, I can't do that perfect therefore I'm not even gonna try I won't be as good as so-and-so so so therefore I'm not even gonna give it a, a whirl you know we use this excuse for everything I'll tell you when I learned about the problem with perfectionism I was in the first grade the first grade I was given an assignment just like everyone else in the class to fold up our little pieces of paper into I think it was like three rows going across and three rows going down. And in one of those little cubes that were made to draw a cat. Well, I was five in the first grade. That's how things were back then. And um, I didn't know how to draw a cat. I mean, my goodness, cats have so much character in their face. They have fur, they have whiskers, they have that cute little flat nose. How would I ever be able to draw that at five years old? I couldn't. Therefore, I crumpled up the paper and I threw it in my desk and I did not turn in that assignment. And not only that, but I never took an art class in my life because I believed my inability to draw a cat meant I could never draw anything. So what did I learn from that? Well, when I saw what other five-year-olds drew for a cat, as in a small circle, a big circle, a squiggly line for the tail, and two straight lines for the whiskers, I realized... My idea of being an artist or being good at it was way over the top for a five-year-old, right? But I had failed. I had failed and I didn't want to fail again. I did not want to get hurt again by my own ineptness. That's crazy for a five-year-old to feel that way, isn't it? So you grow up, right? You grow up, you're doing good, things are going good, you're in college, you're taking classes, you're a top student. And then someone gets a grade better than you on your favorite class, on your favorite midterm that you had studied so hard for that you had had study groups at your home for that you could go and you could point out every living or dead thing in that microscope or in that culture better than anyone else. And someone did better on you than the the test in two points, two points. And so what do you do? Well of course you drop out of college because if you can't be the best, why be there at all? Now you're laughing and say, Oh, no one does that. Hello, here I am. That's exactly what I did. I used it though as an excuse to drop out of college. This is what I realized as the years went by, that I had wanted to drop out maybe, and then not being the top student, not getting an A, not I could live with a ninety eight had no one got better than me, but a boy in the class got a hundred and I just blew it. I never went back. That's how crazy the idea of perfectionism is. And yet we come to diets and we think to ourselves, well, as long as I'm on plan every day and I never have to need support, if I never fumble, if I never have ill thoughts towards other foods, I can do this. But the minute, the very minute I stumble, that's it. I'm not going to admit I couldn't be perfect. Therefore, I should quit. And it's better to quit than to fail. How crazy is that, right? It's crazy. We look at this idea of perfectionism and we hold it up proudly. And we say to ourselves, yes, that's how I am. I'm a perfectionist. And you think how many times in our lives have we not followed through with something we really want to do because we couldn't be the best, because we could not be at the top of the, the hill here. I've had people who have come to boot camp over the years and I would have challenges. The challenge, so, so we always had 100 pounds in seven-month challenge, but then I would throw some other challenges like, okay, in seven days, who can lose the most weight and, uh, and they'll get like a $10 coupon off of their ne- next membership. It was just a challenge to get people excited and doing stuff. I had to stop them. You know why? Because the minute someone realized that they weren't going to win the challenge, they either left boot camp or they stopped trying to lose any more weight that week. It was crazy. This idea, this idea that we have to always be the best is such a huge excuse to get out of doing things that aren't easy for us. That's what I have come to understand and I've come to understand it with myself. I've learned it all about myself. It has been a real humbling thing for me to learn. I'll tell you what finally broke it for me. I found out, I even though I can't draw, I can sculpt. Well, that's kind of cool, right? And I didn't find out until, God, just maybe 10, 15 years ago that I can actually manipulate clay to give me a 3D version of what I'm looking at. I didn't know. I always wanted to be an artist. I became a writer, but I never wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be an artist, right? I wanted to be able to take my mind and put it into something people can see. And then I learned I could sculpt. Could I sculpt perfectly? No. Can I airbrush perfectly? Heck no. I'm a terrible airbrusher. But I love Halloween, and so I like to make Halloween props. And the great thing about making these Halloween props is I don't have to be perfect. Because if I'm not perfect, no one's going to notice. They're going to come to my yard, they're going to walk by one of the props I've built, and go, oh my God, you know. The fright, they're animatronic, so the fright of it, they're not looking up and saying, oh, look, her her eye is not exactly a circle. Oh, look, that paint, it leaks over a tiny bit into this. Oh, I can see that that is not perfectly symmetrical. No, they're not going to do that because they don't care about the perfection. Only I cared. And I was allowing that to hold me back as well until I realized you're being a fool. You're getting one thing done a year when you could get 20 things done in one year if you just do your best and put it out there because no one, no one cares about how perfect you are except you. And so instead of letting perfection ruin my love of sculpting and making props, I had to give it up totally 100% can't be there anymore. I can't be perfect. I won't be perfect. And you know why? Because I want to accomplish things in my life. And in dieting, no one is perfect. No one is perfect. And they use that, that idea, no, I'm not good enough. And then they won't come and ask for help. They don't ask for support. I have so many people that they'll come in after a weekend and, you know, there's support over the weekend and they will have gained weight. And they'll say, well, you know, I, I didn't want you to help me. I didn't want support. And then, of course, once they they fail or they think they're going to fail, they leave and they give up on that. And we can't do that. We just can't do that anymore in our lives. We have got to look at our life and say, here's the goal. This is where I want to go. And if I slip a few feet here and there, I'm going to get back up and keep going. It takes me back to that Appalachian Trail. You're going up a hill. There's mud. You slip down. What do you say? Oh, that's it. I'm done. Got to go. Hey, come get me. I'm done with the trail. There was mud. No, you find a way up. You go, you grab onto tree branches and roots, and you pull yourself up. Or you wait until the mud gets hard. Either way, you don't give up because it's not perfect. Perfect, the nemesis, the absolute nemesis of success. I have a favorite movie. It's called um, Oh, Meet the Robinsons. It's animated. It's very cute. It's about an inventor. And I love it because everything they say in that is true. When he fails, when this little boy fails at making something and it goes all awry, this new family claps for him and they say, yay, yay. And he's like, well, what? I didn't succeed. I failed. And they said, no, you can't learn things by succeeding. You learn from your mistakes. You learn from getting better. And you only get there when you make mistakes. And I believe in that wholeheartedly now. And after working all these years with all these women, I have found that if they don't embrace that, if they don't take the slips and falls that they have during their time with me and learn from it, then they're always going to have those falls. And that idea of perfectionism is going to get them to quit and leave each and every time. You can't bring perfectionism into my boot camps. I won't allow it. I will be on you all the time because it will kill your success. It will take your success and throw it down and stomp it to the ground and say, no, look, it's not good enough. You weren't the best. You weren't the fastest. You know, you weren't the purest. And that is just crazy. It's crazy. And if you sit back and you start taking tabs, a tally on all the things you gave up because you weren't the best at it, It'll be a shame. It'll be a sure shame. Yeah, you know, you want to hand in the perfect report, but there'll always be a typo somewhere in it. You know, it's almost impossible to be perfect. The um, Persian rugs, have you ever noticed or did you know that the weavers often on purpose put imperfections in their rugs because they feel that only God can be perfect and that uh, they're human. Therefore, there has to be some imperfection, even though there probably are just from having made mistakes. We have to accept the fact that we take these ideas of who we are, this idea that I only strive for perfection, and we use it against ourselves. And we use it as an excuse, a manipulative force that we carry around with us to get out of doing the things that are hard, to get out of doing the things that would take practice and take actually focus and stamina and endurance to get through. We just can't do that anymore. We have to grow up and throw this idea of being perfect right out the window. Now, there's a difference between all in and being perfect. I I have a thing at camp. We call it all in because to do my programs, you have to be dedicated to them. And that's what it is. It's dedication. It's not perfectionism. Dedication is you give your best each and every day. And when you stumble and you fall, you get up and you brush yourself off and you get back to it. You don't wallow in, I'm not good enough. You don't say, oh, poor me, life is too hard for me. I can't do it. We don't do that. We get up and we keep pushing through. Remember perseverance? We keep doing that regardless of how many times we fall. We have a saying and it's, it's, you know, failing is not, no, how does it go? Falling is not failing. Quitting is. And that's what perfectionists do. They quit. They give up. I have to be the best or I'm not going to play the game. How many times have your kids done that? I have grandchildren and one of them won't play games unless she knows for sure she can win it because she can't stand losing. And I tell her, well, that's crazy because I love winning and I'm going to keep winning and you're going to keep losing if you want to have fun with me because it's about the fun and the, the challenge, sure, the competitiveness, sure, but you have to be as good a loser as you are a winner. And that is true in dieting as well. You have to not allow yourself to break your plan. You don't do it on purpose and say, "Oops, I'm not perfect." Uh, people have tried that too. Like I'll talk about this at camp, and then you know that week or the next week, I get all these things. Well, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm like, "Oh, give me a break." You give me your best, your best. I want your best every day. And if your best doesn't happen to live up to to what our standards are, then your best tomorrow will, because we give our best. We do our best we're always going to fall we're always going to trip we're always going to want to throw a temper tantrum and you know what that's okay it's okay as long as you don't use it against yourself and make yourself throw away the success that you've had dieting exercise these are tough things and they're not things that people want to do they never want to do them no one wants to diet No one wants to live on food that's been restricted, even those of us who who reach goal and maintain. There's still that little bit of envy when you see other people eating all your old favorite foods and you think, why can't I? It's not fair. Well, yeah, it's not fair, but it's what it is. These are our bodies and we have to take care of our bodies and we have to do the best we can with them. And that means that maybe we don't get to eat what other people get to eat but that doesn't mean that we get to go and eat all that they eat and say, I, I, deserve, I deserve this because I was so perfect. Well, 10 to 1, you weren't perfect. And if you made it to goal, you can't just all of a sudden think you're cured and go back. You have to always, always do your very best. And you have to take that best to heart. And you have to know yourself well enough to know what your best really is and what excuses really are perfectionism is one of the major reasons people use as an excuse to quit my boot camp i had a bad weekend i'm never showing up again i'm not going to go and be humiliated by telling all these women who fall all the time themselves that i'm not perfect so i'm not i'm just not going to return and they disappear and then maybe i'll hear from them six months a year later saying oh i should have listened i need you i need to come back to this right But unless they can break that idea of perfectionism, they're going to have the same exact problem. You cannot bring perfectionism into dieting. You cannot. And if you do, and if you think that's an asset, you're very wrong. So that's it for this podcast. I just want you to know, I've been there. I have destroyed things in my life with the idea that if I didn't didn't do the best or be the best, that I just wouldn't even try. And what a sad story that is. There's so much that I can do good. There's not much I can do perfect. Probably nothing. I would say nothing. But I can do a lot of things really well. And that has to be good enough. Because I want to enjoy being able to do many things well. Then I'll tell you what, my granddaughters, they appreciate how many things I do do well. And nothing, I do great. They, they appreciate more the fact that I can diversify So there's a lot to be said about doing your best and giving your best. There's nothing good to be said about living a lie of perfectionism. All right. If you like this podcast, please share it and and subscribe. And if you want to keep updated on what's going on here at Thin Brain Training, make sure to sign up for my newsletter. Thanks.